In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to December the 23rd day, 2023. The title of my homily today is, Prepare Yourself for the Lord whom you seek will come to you his temple. Prepare yourself, for the Lord whom you seek will come to you his temple. The first reading today is taken from the book of the prophet Malachi, chapter 3, from verse 1 to verse 4, and chapter 4, from verse 5 to verse 6. The gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Luke chapter 1, from verse 57 to verse 66. Today, the word of God tells us in the prophecy of Malachi, Behold, I send my messenger to prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple, the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. Behold, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, this very passage calls us to prepare ourselves. Indeed, God sent forth a messenger to prepare the people of God for the coming in human form of their Savior, Jesus Christ. This messenger he sent in John the Baptist. And in the Gospel reading today, we we'll see the account of the birth of John the Baptist. His, the circumstances surrounding his birth suggest that he was not just an ordinary human being. He came on a specific mission, and this was also made clear in the encounter between his father, Zechariah, and the archangel Gabriel. And this also was played out at his naming. He was named John, a name that was pronounced by God himself through the archangel Gabriel, a name that was never known in his family before his birth. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, this very fact indicates the importance of preparation for the coming of our Savior. The best way to manage any event is to have adequate early preparedness. There is this common saying that if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, we all desire the coming of the Lord, like Malachi tells us today, that the Lord whom we seek will suddenly appear. He will come to our temple. He will come to manifest himself. Every Sunday, you see people in large crowds gathering in different church auditoria around the world. Every day, you see people moving from one spiritual site to another, seeking the face of God, seeking the face of the Creator. Christians, Muslims, Taoists, Buddhists, Hindus, African traditional ad uh, religion adherents, and other religious bodies. Some have taken to syncretisms in order to encounter the divine. Some have also joined different courts in the name of searching for enlightenment. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, no matter what you 
look up to to encounter the divine one thing that is true is every human being has a desire to connect with something outside of him that is higher than him or her in order to experience a level of fulfillment that nothing material can offer dear brothers and sisters in christ for this to happen we need to prepare ourselves and make ourselves worthy of the coming of the lord whom we seek and the true lord of the universe is jesus christ for indeed he will appear in his temple and you and i are his temple and so the focus of our preparation or our preparedness should be on ourselves who apparently are his own temples and not just on structures on material things and on people ourselves very first of all beloved brothers and sisters in christ if we indeed are prepared for him the proper way we should according to the standards of the almighty god the maker of heaven and earth he will indeed come to save us to redeem us and to bless us and again malachi presents to us the coming of the lord as one who will come as a refiner and as a purifier and we know when you purify an object the impurities are usually destroyed while the real object being purified free from the impurities are preserved and made whole this is a note of warning that those who fail to prepare themselves or who fail to align themselves to the will of the divine master may suffer the wrath of the master. No wonder then, Malachi warns us that we need to allow God, you know, take charge of our lives and bless us at his coming with his peace and his graces in other forms of blessings, lest he comes and strike the land with a curse. A land that fails to prepare for his coming may suffer the striking of his curse. The land and people that prepare for him will enjoy the outpouring of his blessings. Does this mean that God wishes to destroy us or to punish us? No. The scripture tells us that, that God has no pleasure in the death of the sinner, but that he may repent and have eternal life. So why then? Talk about curse. Because the wages of sin is death. So by sin, living in sin and refusing the offer or the free gift of God's salvation is already having oneself condemned to destruction and to curse. And so the death or the destruction or curse does not come as God's intent for us, but our own choice for refusing the offer that is opposed to death curse and troubles beloved brothers and sisters as we draw close to the festivities of christmas the commemoration of the birth of our lord jesus christ let us focus 
not just on keeping our house clean and beautiful, not just on getting good wears for ourselves, not just on giving a good treat to our hair, not just on uh, organizing for a good and uh, pleasant family reunion. All of these are very important, not just on decorating our churches with Christmas trees, Christmas lights, not just on organizing Christmas parties, but beyond all this, we may recognize to be more fundamental to prepare our very selves to become worthy temples so that our Lord, whom we seek, will come to us to bless us, to redeem us, to salvage us, and to favor us. May God continue to guide us through the help of His Holy Spirit so that we may be worthy servants of His. And when He appears, when He comes, He will find us worthy of His presence, that His presence may bring us all the good things we desire of Him, especially in the midst of our turbulent, chaotic, and very troubling world of today. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Tuesday, the 26th day of December 2023. Today we celebrate the Feast of St. Stephen, the first martyr. Let us invoke the Holy Spirit to come dwell with us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh. Come, come, come. Dear friends in Christ, the title of my homily today is Behold, I see the heaven. Opened. Behold, I see the heavens opened. The first reading today is taken from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 6, from verse 8 to verse 10, and chapter 7, from verse 54 to verse 59. The Gospel reading is taken from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 10, from verse 17 to verse 22. We are celebrating this feast of St. Stephen, who is the first martyr of the church. Stephen, a deacon of the early church, was ready to bear witness to his faith in the Lord. Filled with the Holy Spirit, he proclaimed the resurrection of Christ and called his people to conversion and faith. The forgiveness that he offered to those who killed him reflects the forgiveness offered by Jesus himself to those who crucified him. The feast of St. Stephen, known as the Proto-Martyr, the first witness of martyr, reminds us of the high price we pay as we place our faith 
in the newborn king. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, this brief story about the life and the passion of St. Stephen draws our attention to one fact that though we celebrate in joy the birth of our Savior and our Redeemer at Christmas is celebration that leaves us with a lot of rejoicing we must realize that serving God comes with a price, with a cost. And so we don't allow ourselves to be carried away by the joy of the celebration of the incarnation of God in Christ, the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. But in amidst this joyful celebration, we must always bear in mind that serving God comes with a price. That we are bound to face persecutions, oppositions, and challenges, trials of different kinds. Some of these will come from the enemies of our faith. Some will come from those who profess the same faith with us. Some will come from our closed allies, friends and relatives. Some will come from unpleasant life circumstances and experiences. But in all, we must stay focused on the kingdom of God. St. Stephen was faced with a heavy persecution that ended in his being killed. But in the midst of all this, he made a statement, Behold, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. While he was being beaten, stoned, condemned, lied against, criticized, cajoled, insulted. He focused on heaven. And so he saw the heavens opened and he saw the Son of Man standing at the right hand of the Father. That he he, focusing on the heavens, on God, he was strengthened, he was encouraged, he was motivated, his faith was sustained, not by the things he enjoyed in this life, but the things he hoped for in the kingdom of God. Their brothers and sisters in Christ, we too must learn to look beyond the circumstances surrounding our existence on earth and keep our focus on the kingdom of God, the love of God, the beauty of the place promised us by Christ in heaven. In order to withstand and overcome the trying moments of our life in this world, 
For Jesus himself warned us to beware of men, for they will deliver us up to councils and flog us in their synagogues, and that we will be dragged before governors and kings for the sake of Christ, to bear testimony before them in the Gentiles. And he says, when they deliver us up, that we should not be anxious about how we are to speak or what we are to say. He assured us that this will be given us by the Holy Spirit. Jesus is teaching us here, one, to be confident in God. No matter what happens. For he knew that even as he suffered persecutions, we too who are his followers will have a share of that experience. That's where he said, if they can call the master of the house Bezabu, if they can persecute him, if they can subject him to all kinds of inhuman treatments, that we should be sure that they will do even more to us, his followers. And so the question is, when this begin will happen, do we turn away from the divine master? Do we begin to seek out our own salvation at our own instance? He says, no. We must continue to hold on to God. We must focus on God. And we must look up to God for guidance, for counsel. As regards what to say and what not to say, what to do and what not to do. For God does not abandon his own. And so, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, as we continue in the joy of the festivities of the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, let us have at the back of our mind that even though Jesus has come to save us, and he is ever able and willing to do that, that the journey with Christ is never without challenges and trials. But in the midst of the challenges and trials, let us keep our gates on heaven. And we shall see the heavens open unto us in the Son of God, Jesus Christ standing at the right hand of God the Father. And because he is constantly standing at the right hand of God the Father, he is more than able to save us, to help us in our times of trials and challenges through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Tuesday, the 26th day of December 2023. Today we celebrate the Feast of St. Stephen, the first matter. Let us invoke the Holy Spirit to come dwell with us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. 
Holy Ghost, come, oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear friends in Christ, the title of my homily today is Behold, I see the heaven opened. Behold, I see the heavens opened. The first reading today is taken from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 6, from verse 8 to verse 10. In chapter 7, from verse 54 to verse 59. The gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Matthew chapter 10, from verse 17 to verse 22. We are celebrating this feast of St. Stephen, who is the first martyr of the church. Stephen, a deacon of the early church, was ready to bear witness to his faith in the Lord. Filled with the Holy Spirit, he proclaimed the resurrection of Christ and called his people to conversion and faith. The forgiveness that he offered to those who killed him reflects the forgiveness offered by Jesus himself to those who crucified him. The feast of St. Stephen, known as the Proto-Martyr, the first witness of martyr, reminds us of the high price we pay as we place our faith in the newborn king. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, this brief story about the life and the passion of St. Stephen draws our attention to one fact, that though we celebrate in joy the birth of our Savior and our Redeemer at Christmas, a celebration that leaves us with a lot of rejoicing, we must realize that serving God comes with a price, with a cost. And so we don't allow ourselves to be carried away by the joy of the celebration of the incarnation of God in Christ, the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. But in amidst this joyful celebration, we must always bear in mind that serving God comes with a price. That we are bound to face persecutions, oppositions, and challenges, trials of different kinds. Some of these will come from the enemies of our faith. Some will come from those who profess the same faith with us. Some will come from our closed allies, friends and relatives. Some will come from unpleasant life circumstances and experiences. But in all, we must stay focused on the kingdom of God. St. Stephen was faced with a heavy persecution 
that ended in his being killed. But in the midst of all this, he made a statement. Behold, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. While he was being beaten, stoned, condemned, lied against, criticized, cajoled, insulted, he focused on heaven. And so he saw the heavens opened and he saw the Son of Man standing at the right hand of the Father. That he, he, focusing on the heavens, on God, he was strengthened, he was encouraged, he was motivated, his faith was sustained, not by the things he enjoyed in this life, but the things he hoped for in the kingdom of God. Their brothers and sisters in Christ, we too must learn to look beyond the circumstances surrounding our existence on earth and keep our focus on the kingdom of God, the love of God, the beauty of the place promised us by Christ in heaven. In order to withstand and overcome the dry moments of our life in this world. For Jesus himself warned us to be aware of men, for they will deliver us up to councils and flog us in their synagogues, and that we will be dragged before governors and kings for the sake of Christ, to bear testimony before them and the Gentiles. And he says, when they deliver us up, that we should not be anxious about how we are to speak or what we are to say. He assured us that this will be given us by the Holy Spirit. Jesus is teaching us here, one, to be confident in God. No matter what happens, for he knew that even as he suffered persecutions, we too who are his followers will have a share of that experience. That's where he said, if they can call the master of the house Bezable, if they can persecute him, if they can subject him to all kinds of inhuman treatments, that we should be sure that they will do even more to us his followers. And so the question is, when this begin will happen, do we turn away from the divine master? Do we begin to seek out our own salvation at our own instance? He says, no. We must continue to hold on to God. We must focus on God. And we must look up to God for guidance, for counsel. As regards what to say and what not to say, what to do and what not to do, for God does not abandon his own. And so, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, as we continue in the joy of the festivities of the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, let us 
have at the back of our mind that even though Jesus has come to save us and he is ever able and willing to do that, that the journey with Christ is never without challenges and trials. But in the midst of the challenges and trials, let us keep our gaze on heaven and we shall see the heavens open unto us in the Son of God, Jesus Christ standing at the right hand of God the Father. And because he is constantly standing at the right hand of God the Father, he is more than able to save us, to help us in our times of trials and challenges through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.